talk about how to not lose yourself. Sometimes you're in a season of wanting to win or succeed or hit a particular benchmark or pursue a certain desire. Now, there's this idea you want to pursue one desire at a time. Maybe that's academic success, business, monetary, relationship, family. You might want to pick some overarching preeminent desire you can dedicate your marginal decision-making, energy, time allocation to pursuing one overriding thought or concern that has come up, especially for leaders, for visionaries, for people who are principled and values-driven in the work they do and the value they create is, well, how do I succeed? How do I win? While also currying favor with the right people, while also picking which battles to fight, so to speak, and not losing myself along the way. A couple of key questions, things to consider asking yourself. If you find yourself wondering, well, do I have to change myself, change my behavior, tone myself down in a workplace, in a context? What are the boundary conditions under which you would draw a line, draw a threshold, and enforce that value or that principle or that limiting decision? What is this really about? If you have a principle or a value, what is this really about? If you have a particular decision and action, let's say it's your supervisor, your boss, an investor, a board member, what is this decision about? If you boil it down and write down that value, that principle in advance, and define what the boundary condition would be under which you would draw a line, you're then better prepared when you face it, and it's not so hypothetical. The second is, how would you know if it were untrue? What are the terms of falsifiability? What evidence would you need to disprove the hypothesis that that behavior were okay or that that behavior were consistent with that belief, with that value, with that principle? So first, defining what exactly are those boundary conditions. Actually exploring and considering, discussing in advance those extreme outliers where it would serve you to be mindful of. And second, defining the conditions of falsifiability. You have a certain belief, a certain premise, a certain value, a certain principle. Under what conditions, what evidence would you need to be proven wrong, to reject or disprove that hypothesis? Now, we are living in this age where you might consider institutions across the board have become pathological liars of sorts. And individuals have incentives to go alongside those. These lies can accumulate on the increment and lead to some kind of systemic institutional collapse. So it is perfectly reasonable and rational to consider, well, would I lose myself in this process? You can look at the data. You can look at collapsing trust in media, collapsing trust in education, collapsing trust in the government across the board. It's not an unreasonable concern. It's actually a pretty savvy, rational, sensible thing to do. But the first most important critical piece is to actually flesh this out explicitly, right? What exactly are the core premises, the core assumptions that are challenging you? Why is this actually coming up for you? What is this actually about? What do you think the trade-off is between what you're being asked to do, what you're being encouraged to do, and what you actually think is right? Why? 
there is this age-old balance, this set of trade-offs, right, between achieving enough stature or power or social capital within a certain institution to, say, affect your change or affect your vision, and recognizing when the institution itself might be rotten. So beginning by writing those principles down, defining them clearly, how exactly will you know if and when you've crossed that threshold? What exactly does it mean for you to abide by that? What is that principle? What are the edge cases? Explore them, play with them, engage in that song and dance. What exactly are the boundaries of those ethics? So let's assume, again, the default hypothesis is if boss says X, if supervisor says Y, if investor, if board member, if mentor, if partner, whoever it is, right? Default is like, well, they're saying so, so I guess that's what I'll do right? Because maybe your job is on the line, the investment's on the line, whatever it might be, seems like it's on the line. So have you explored and considered in advance the conditions under which that would be a falsifiable claim, the conditions under which you would say no, prepare yourself in advance so you're not facing it on the fly and reacting from visceral emotion. The way you can inoculate yourself, prepare yourself in advance, is by specifically defining what exactly those values are. How will you know if and when they have been violated? How will you know they're being met? What exactly these terms are enables you to decide in the moment with clarity, with conviction, and with no confusion. But I think there has been this great misconception about how much, how drastic of a trade-off there has to be between your interests, your personal interests, and the social interests, the so-called greater good, if you will. If you have a long term, a long enough time horizon, and you choose to act in a manner that you would consider virtuous, in a manner consistent with your values, in a way you would decide is serving people or helping people or a cause or a mission or a movement you care about, in a way that's grounded in truth and integrity for you, Consider that if you have a long enough time horizon, you too will be a beneficiary. That too will pay off for you. And here's the key, right? Because so long as there is an incentive for a certain action, that action will continue. And this helps explain violence. This helps explain crime. It continues because it's profitable. And so are you ready to be an example for reason, for virtue, for value creation and service, for that leadership, for that to pay off, for that to be the new virtuous cycle of incentives. The way not to lose yourself is to define those values, define those virtues, those principles in advance, defining exactly the conditions under which they would not be met, define the boundaries, and consider, thirdly, the second and third order consequences, the effects of a set of actions, of a set of behaviors. I'm speaking to you, though, I'm people who are service-minded already, who are leadership-minded already, who are public-spirited in some way, and you tend to undervalue, to underconsider the importance and the second order effects of not caring, not investing in you. Here's the thing. Consider that you as a person, you as an individual, let's say you're some vessel, some vehicle for some impact, for some kind of value creation, some kind of change. If you don't 
treat well, if you don't respect, if you don't invest it, if you don't care for, provide the resources for, financial and otherwise, for you not to just survive, but to actually fulfill that sense of well-being, that sense of self-sustaining, your work towards that cause, your work towards that mission will not itself sustain. That mission, that cause depends on you. It depends on your consistent well-being. So there may be trade-offs involved. There may be imperfections and impurities. What if there always are? But you, as the human in this equation, are the instrumental part of that value chain. Providing for yourself in this way, you know, in some deep, fundamental way, because you're in this tribe, you're in this community, where what if it were impossible for you to lose yourself? Because here you are, you're already found. When you find yourself in a situation, a scenario, a relationship with a professional context, making a decision or a series of, de of choices where you're weighing these kinds of trade-offs and find yourself wondering, is it worth it? Will I lose myself over this? I can help you. I can help you make that ethical, principled decision that aligns with your values and that rewards and pays you well. It is possible to have both. If you have a long enough time horizon, if you have a disciplined enough mindset, and if you have a commitment to this work, nothing, nothing is beyond your capacity to build that life you want, getting what it is you want, and never losing yourself along the way. Listen, you've been tuning in. I appreciate it. I want you to help me help you. Go now to jonathanherzogcoach.com today. Book a free one-on-one -on -one coaching trial consult. That life of purpose, that life of meaning in a way that works for you, done your way, that is available to you. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. And if you've been tuning in on Fridays to this podcast and finding it helpful, will you share it with one friend who you think might find it useful? Make sure you subscribe, like, rate, and review. Help others hear this message. Help them find their way. To you.